courtesy of Bow Sports.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes. You can subscribe to this sexy, lovely, wonderful podcast for free. Tune in media for your mobile devices, Google Play Podcast, and we are now on Spotify. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the show that we so lovingly call Bow on Bulls. The show totally, utterly, and foreverly dedicated to the Chicago Bulls and NBA talk. I am Big Dave. She does. What up, bro? What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. It's kind of hot in this house. I mean, well, you're not in your house. You have a new setup going on right about now, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, oh, I wish you could see. I, I just looked to my right, and there are a lot of like my mom. It's my mom's office, kind of like her, okay. her in house she shed. So she had, <laughs> okay. Like pictures of me back to my right of, of my family and me oh my too. God. More pictures of you, dude. I, dude, they they got pictures of you up everywhere when you go to your house, man. You know, my, my father was the photographer for the whole family. Uh-huh. So, he, so you know, and Dave, you know, we had a lot of events at my family, right? This is a fact. Yes. <laughs> so he was always a guy to bring the camera. Yeah. So it's like we had to worry about pictures. My dad's gonna bring the camera. Mm-hmm. So like he, so of course he has all both sides of the family. It's like pictures stored, and my mom every now and again gets nostalgic and posts them in the set them. Now she has a wall. I can show you. Yeah, but why is it always you? No, no, not me. See, the majority there's... of you. No, no, no. See, she has she has a grandson, Dave. Oh. <laughs> I've been I've been replaced. Trust and how do you, how do you feel about that? I feel okay. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you gonna walk in one day and gonna be no pictures of you. You are gonna feel some kind of way. So they got my my niece and my nephew yeah. over here. All of those me. I got okay, one through my brother, three of me, one my grandma. Yeah, it's mostly my niece and my nephew. Okay. About 80% though. 80%, right? Yeah, so, no, yeah. no, let me show you, let me show you. Okay, your percent, no, don't move the phone. Oh, <laughs> y'all don't understand. Like we went yeah, through about 20 minutes of Doug getting this phone right. And now I, I see it, but I, I'm just scared right now that you're not gonna have this phone right. Oh, okay, okay. I have, a, right. I have, a, I have a, a system, it's called stick your phone in the cleaner, in the cleaner's box. I hope it doesn't move. It's a pretty good system, man. Yeah. Innov- innovative. I'm proud of you, by the way. It took you 30 nice minutes, angle. but I'm proud. It took you 30 minutes. Going on. <laughs> but oh, man, dude, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, this is someone I've been wanting to get on the show for a while because she's awesome, a real straight up Bulls sports fan, and just an all around intelligent, wonderful, kind individual person. Like, and we need more of that on the show because it just can't be me. So we appreciate you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Erica Pohas. Thanks. How are you? Dave, my hype man. I know, right? <laughs> I do it all. One-stop shop, Erica. I do I it need all. This. I need this Twenty in 2021. Oh, man, dude. I got plenty of it. Don't worry. <laughs> so how are you? How's 2021 for you? Good. Happy New Year's to everybody. Yes. yes. So far, we're two days in. So far, yes. so good. <laughs> man, 2020 was tough for everybody. Yeah. Uh, COVID and things and, you know, quarantine going on. So in 2021, like when you, when you hung out and kind of brought it in, did you have an idea about what you wanted to do for this year? Like, did you have goals set up or were you just like, you know what, I'm just happy 2020 is over? No, both. <laughs> I mean, like, I think everybody was waiting for that stroke of midnight to be yeah. like, you know, like to be done all the bad juju and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think a lot of people, if anything, this past year has kind of given a lot of people a reality check of what they kind of want to do and priorities and, you know, giving them time to really reflect on things. So 
I think people are bringing that into 2021, not just, oh, I'm about to lose. I'm, my goal is to lose 20 pounds, kind of, you know, <laughs> New Year's resolution. Yeah. I appreciate your one of your first things you do in 2021 is come on this show. I'm very excited. <laughs> it is. It New is. things, new adventures. I know, right? Same old, <laughs> same old silliness. Like, yes. <laughs> none of that has changed, man. But dude, I, I do know you to be a pretty big sports fan and, and a, a fan of the Bulls, actually. Like pretty big. Let pretty me show big. you, let me show you since you know. Oh snap. How big of a fan is she? Here we go. Here we go. Prove it, E. Prove it. Now she's <laughs> stuff right now. She's about Is to it a Jersey day. Dave? I don't know what it is. Oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she has pulled out a vanity license plate. That says this is, gold. This is on my truck. On my uh, truck right now. It's like an oh, license. St stop it. So you actually own that? Yes. On Chicago. Mm -hmm. No Bulls player has that. No Bulls coach. Nope. And they're not numbers or anything. It's straight up. <laughs> wow. How much did that cost? And what did you have to do to get you know that? What's funny. Um, a few years ago, because because I come from like a big sports fan family. Yeah. I went to my parents' house to for my dad's birthday. And then like, I'm like a daddy's girl or whatever, but like he pulls me to the side and everything. And then he's like, you know, come here. I want you to look at something. And then he shows, and then he ordered. Cause I wanted that as a kid. I was when, especially during the nineties championships and during that era and everything, mm -hmm. yeah. I had like a list of like so many like vanity license plates that I wanted. <laughs> Cause I saw my dad had one for his car. So I was coming up with like MJ 20, you know, all these like a long <laughs> list, never got those ones. like the ones I really wanted, but we got some variations that were like personalized to us. And then he just tried it one day and then he got it and he, he surprised me with it on his birthday. So it's legit right now on our truck. So. That is, oh my God. My parents didn't love that me. That is crazy. <laughs> I'm a little upset right now. I know, I'm trying to figure out like, I, I think. What? Are you pulling out another oh, one? Oh, wow. Wow. It's just. Your, your initials. This is a legit one too. My initials would. Wow. Yeah. EP in the number 23. Dude, she is dwarfing yep. us right now. Like, this is so. awesome. That is so awesome. I'm trying to figure out, like, like, how much can you sell? Can you, like, sell the rights to, like, for someone else to use that plate? I think you could do it like a transfer of ownership, I'm sure. But you can't, like, you can, I'm sure someone out there listening to this podcast is going to be like, I'll draw, I'll give you, like, 10 grand, 10 G right now. <laughs> like, I have that plate. No, well, I like, you know, like, on Jordan's cars, he had, like, rare air so back mm -hmm. then I, I tried to do variations of it of you know like r8 re and then air, <laughs> come on, you know come on, come when on. you could do that because you can't do that now they don't right. allow you to, to mix numbers and letters right. i think people they thought they were getting too slick <laughs> but, um, the word yeah. is creative <laughs> yeah, right. and then i think he had um black cat for one of his other cars Ooh. too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah oh, that sounds right that's awesome. That sounds awesome, man. <laughs> when I'm, yep. I'm now, when, but when did you like fall in love with the Bulls? Were you kind of just ushered in because your family were, were big like sports fans? More like, you know, like, <laughs> out the she came out with bullhorns, like, ah. out like this, you know? <laughs> goat, goat. Yeah, exactly. First words, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, but uh, yeah, no, for real. I feel like as long as I can remember, you know, we were, I was decked out in red and black like my my room as a as a kid you would think was like a boys your typical boys room it was like in like tribune like newspaper clippings posters like caps everything like 
decked out bowls. It was not like a girly girl room at all, mm. you know, and things that I wanted to, to go to, like I revolved before we had like DVR and all this stuff. I, I revolved like my, my daily life around like making sure I watched the bowls games, you know, like, so I think I was always a big follower because yeah. my parents too, my dad is a huge, my parents are huge fans, but even yeah. after the decline of the championship years, <laughs> I, I've always like followed them. So Dude, no, it's true. I mean, that's, that sounds like my bring and does that. I mean, cause my parents, well, my mother was huge colossal bulls fan. Yeah. My dad hated every Chicago sports team. He couldn't stand <laughs> nobody. He didn't like nobody, but my huge, I mean, just really big bulls fan in my room. Like I used to write out the schedule myself and I would cut, it was color coordinated and everything Ooh. away games and home games. And then I had it logged as what time the game started, what channel it was on and who was the leading scorer with the final score. So I had all of that. So I, I thought I was hardcore. No, man, you got license plates, son. You win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you're on a different level. At, at a young age, this wasn't like she had that. Like, she's like, right. Can I show you something else? That yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can show us something. She got, she got Pip 33. I'm going to strip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, dude. Okay, I'm so you know how, like, you know, you have, like, when you're, this is talking about, like, grade school. You have, like, sticker books and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But me, what did I carry around? Like, what did I have? I had, like, my... My basketball cards. Wow. That's like oh, thing. my God. Why weren't we hanging out? <laughs> what? Yeah. Gee. It's, yeah. like it's like she's I, in my room, man. This I want to know, at, at your school, all-female school, was there anybody that liked sports like as much as you? I mean, yeah, sports was huge in, yeah. in high school. You know high school sports. But, right, yeah. Uh, let's, not, let's not get into certain things, but, like, yeah, sports <laughs> was, was pretty pretty big in high school. What? When, wait, what, what, where are these cars going back to? Thank you. Look at this random picture. Okay, she's pulling out random photos. Is that you as a child? Chicago Stadium. What? Oh, wow. Is that 90s, 90s clothing, I see? Before it was torn down. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I want to flip to that book. Okay, what, what brand car did you have? What, what, what was your brother with? Everything, Upper Deck, like, you know... What was it like, like a Fleer? I had them. In, mm -hmm. they're, they're organized by team too. Yep. Okay. And my second question was like, how often do you go through that book? And, and I haven't. Yeah, you see, like you see, she had a yeah. She had it on the kitchen counter, like that's right what I'm there. saying. She pulled it right out, like she pulled <laughs> I mean, it right this out. Is on my bookshelf, so this is all in there. Wow, man. Do you have any cars that you like really cherish? Mm, I mean, I just I liked having them like knowing where they were. Obviously, the Bulls players. Right. But look, see, course. I have like the Celtics. Look, I have an old Rick Fox when he was on the Celtics. I got that one. Xavier mm -hmm. McDaniel, Robert mm -hmm. Parrish when he was on the Celtics. Mm -hmm. Greg Elo, mm -hmm. Luke Blaylock. Oh, Random cards, but my heart right <laughs> now. <laughs> my heart right now, bro. It's amazing. <laughs> like that's, and the fact that she said the first two cards she says is like upper deck and Fleer. You know what I mean? Like ultra. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on, bro. Like. <laughs> That's when you know you official. She ain't just pulling out Skybox and NBA, you know what I mean? NBA hoops like everybody else. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah no, nah, she's being for real. You're going to make me run up and grab mine. Like, look, <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Pick them out. You should have said, like, we had a. Go ahead. No, please, please. I say if you knew back then, now, like, how much value, like, you know, LeBron James' rookie card and, you know, imagine Michael Jordan's rookie card, like, the value of those, you know, mm -hmm. things would have changed. 
Yeah, well, we tried, man. It didn't happen. That's a that's a big binder, though. Yeah. How'd you? Why not go two binders? Why one big one foot? Because I have to carry it. Because somebody <laughs> want to carry two binders. Right. Where you carried it to? I carried it to school. We like compared cards, and you know. Ah, oh, see. <laughs> it's amazing. That binder's like thirty years or twenty years old. Whatever. It's like. I know I'm, it's so crazy. Because I have the same one. Like mine is blue, and when you open it up, I wrote in there. It said Flare Ultra, NBA Hoops, and Skybox only. (laughs) Like, I was arrogant about my cards and how they went. I was super arrogant about them, man. It's like the fourth time you refer to yourself as arrogant. Oh, let me do it a fifth. In in those senses, yes, I'm arrogant when it comes to that. Be arrogant. Yeah. Basketball card arrogant. Yeah. But as as a person, no. But when it comes to that, yes. (laughs) Very much so. What's cool about that? I too had the blue, the blue binder. Is this the same blue binder I have? This one like plastic to this day. You got it. My comic book cards I cut. Remember that one? The blue remember. binder I had in my in the, in the closet. I locked you in. We were doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, the sacrifices we used to make for this show when it started. Oh yeah. I, I, we, I wasn't joking. We used, I literally had to record this show in a closet. Keep in mind, it's, it's a walk-in closet. It's a nice walk-in closet. Stop. Yeah, but it's full of clothes and call and everything, speakers and stuff. And I'm it's big. Da- I am Big Dave. <laughs> I'm not, it's not it's called dampering Dave. The voice. <laughs> it was. It was tough, but I did it. At you least it was the walk-in closet. I keep saying. Was not that No, it was just me in there. It was just okay. me in there. But see, but again, I'm big. Like so, while I'm talking. I'm moving his clothes out of my way while I'm doing stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? While I'm having these conversations. Like, so what? No, what? It would be easier for you. I, I remember many times I would say, Doug, why don't you come sit in the closet and do this since it don't mean nothing? And your answer all the time somebody got to do the computer, Dave. Exactly. <laughs> I got to run the computer. That's a That's lie. Right. You know I could run a computer. You didn't want to sit in there. <laughs> it's all right. I saw your game, sir. I peeped your game. <laughs> but it's all good, man. Wow, Erica, that is that is amazing. Like truly, man. That is truly amazing. Like, so watching like watching this team now is like I'm sure they can't compare it to that feeling that you had then. You know what I mean? So like your feeling, like, do you have like a feeling that you remember from back in that time? Like, like the John Paxson shot is it for me? Like I remember everything I, was- I, I remember every well, I remember every championship. You know, you remember where you were. Mm. We were with and stuff. Mm. Yeah, that 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 Paxton shot. <laughs> I was watching in the basement. And my my dad and I were watching, and then when he made that shot, my dad was so so excited. There was like a a bowl of chips, and he like threw it at me, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, like one of those out of excitement. But yeah, I, I it's those memories are so vivid. It's sometimes crazy to think about how long ago that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad they had things like the the last dance to to show you know, people now, how it was back then, kind of. Yeah, you think that you think that people still get it? Like after watching the Lance Dance, you think people who didn't live it? I think they have a little, they have a little bit more insight. The game has changed dramatically. In my eyes, it was kind of hard. You know, everything's about uh, adapting, right? Adapting with the times and all these things. Um, They've made changes for the better, you know, like edits to the shot clock and all these things. But I feel like, and you're never going to go back to it, but you know how they played that kind of, I don't want to say rough housing, but like gritty nineties basketball like that. They don't, it, there's not that where they just let a foul be a foul and not call it and just play on 
you know they don't they don't have that it's so much ticky tack oh whistle 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 and it, which slows down the game for me but um you know you just have to deal with it and get it along but i think that 90s run kind of set the foreground for why i think if you're from chicago you just with your whole heart if you're a fan no matter what you just want to root for them that's why even though the bulls when they have losing seasons are able to sell out stadiums when you you know are still able to go to games because you have that loyalty factor from fans i was still you know i'd still go there it's just and it's an experience like when you walk into the united center there's like a nostalgia there's a feeling that you get you see the banners up there like knowing that jordan and all of them played there there's just something about it that's why some players come to the bulls because they know the history they know who was there the legends and the dynasty that was there so yes i think it's definitely changed i a lot of the players now are, are i think are stronger you know they're built differently um they're able to emulate their games from past players which is why they're able to break records i always thought that 72 and 10 bulls team was going to be for a lifetime you know yeah. unbreakable and then he had the run from the Golden State Warriors. It's like, you know, us as Bulls fans, you kind of run like, no. And then you beat it by, was it one game, I think? It's like, mm -hmm. okay, you know. But I think being a Bulls fan, you're a Bulls fan for life. And I think even Chicago, like if you're from Chicago, we have a love-hate relationship with our sports teams, you know. It's kind of like they, they, they tease us with, you know, a little spark of something. And then it's just kind of been crumbling where we have opportunities, you know, with – the Bulls, we had it with Rose, you know, with the Bears. We started off even this season. The Bears started off like five and one. How are you going to go five and one? Then I even five just in the blink of an eye, you know? So, but in the end, what's going to happen next year? We're going to keep on watching, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just what it is. But I, you know, down to the core, I'm, I'm a Chicago fan and I will always be. Yeah, man, we're, we're gluttons for punishment because I mean, we, I think it's also because we've seen the joy. We know what that feels like. Yes. You know, it's like that, I was telling someone yesterday, I, I understand, and I'm about to use that word again, but I understand the arrogance of Yankees fans. Like, I get it because my friends like, they're so, you know, arrogant. They don't, you know, they act like they're better than people. I'm like, yeah, but I understand. They win. And I get what that meant, you know, having that six titles, you know, and what it felt like for nobody to be able to beat you. And there was nothing you could do about it, but be mad. It, yeah. was a, it was a great feeling that I can't wait to feel again, man. Seriously. I remember being a kid saying to my dad, like, you know, I, I was like, I wonder how, how do other cities feel about losing all the time? I remember <laughs> asking that because we were so used to winning, you know, besides mm -hmm. that, you know, that two year gap. But even then I was like, I was a, I was a big Hakeem fan too. Yes. Fan. Yes. So, like, even watching them too. Oh, Erica, you just oh, hit not hit not right. <laughs> Come on, man! God, Ooh, I can't do it. oh my god! I like little steak and bake. You know, he, he was like super yes. classy. Like nobody, you can't couldn't defend him. He was so nope. long and his shots. They don't, you know, nobody shoots like that anymore. Nope. But I, I was a big Hakeem fan and colossal. He's he's the only. He was the won the championship. He was like the first player I can remember. I was like, this dude has no weaknesses. Like he can do literally every single yes. thing on the floor. I couldn't think of one thing that he couldn't do. Bring the ball up, shoot threes, like cross you over, yeah, you know, straight away, dunks. Yeah. It, it, and I, he's a nice guy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And, you know, so yes. it can be, it's kind of hard to be mad because you know, there's some players that get that, 
um, they're, you know, dubbed like, oh, this goon or this roughhouser, kind of like Detroit Pistons, New York Knicks kind of player. But he was just like a likable player. And you kind of just had to respect the game because Mm -hmm. how he played was just like, you know, you could be all up in his face and he'll still shoot right over you and just make it look pretty too. I loved his little like shake and bake, you know. It was just so nice to watch. That's so crazy about, you know. That's so crazy about Akeem is that you couldn't intimidate him. Like you mentioned, like, I remember just like, Seeing teams trying to push him around, and he's like, "I just shoot a fadeaway behind the backboard." Yeah, <laughs> like you, what you're doing does not affect my game at all. Nothing affected his game. Nothing yeah. at all. It was amazing. Yeah. Do you know how mad players probably had to be that this man is on a 40 day fast? You know what I mean? You're on <laughs> Ramadan, and he's still dropping he 30 and 10 on. For discipline, yeah. Yeah. Oh, extremely disciplined. You know what I mean? Extremely disciplined. Said a lot about him. That he would do that and still, like I'm saying, he's not eating during the day. Like he's not eating, bro. And he's still dropping 25, 12, and six on you. Yeah. Like that has to be demoralizing for someone, yeah. man. But man, I love he's second favorite player. I he is Hakeem Olajuwon, no doubt. He was always like second, he was always top five in steals, wasn't he? Yeah, he was yeah, in blocks, steals. Blocks, and, yes. Yeah, oh yeah, you couldn't come up in there. Like right. you couldn't yeah. come up in there, man. And his assists were awesome too. Like he could really pass the yeah. basketball. Like he was a kind of a first person that I remember doing. I know, I know uh Will Chamberlain and Moses Malone did it. I just didn't see them, you know. But Hakeem was the first one I saw. Like, he can do that too. Like, like my God, like what can't this man do? And he was amazing. And I think it's rough now too, because you know, I think a lot of the strategy of a lot of the teams is building around one player yeah, a lot of the times. True. Oh, if you have the superstar name, okay, mm-hmm. we'll build around him, you know, but during that time, it was all, it really was about the team unit mm-hmm. and the chemistry. And now, like, I feel like, you know, people are being traded left and right. But I don't want to say, you know, players like Kobe and Jordan, they're fortunate enough to be with the one team and ideally win a championship with that team. I just feel like now, even superstar players get traded so easily because mm-hmm. you know they they really need that ring or the yeah. you know the contract value or whatever the reason is you know it's, it's kind of just changed the game does that lower certain players to you the fact that they go to different places just so they can win i think it gives i give more respect to players who you know they they show they try because you know people who've been you know you have chris paul who's been on the team westbrook who's at okc players who who like show a genuine effort but there are times when it's kind of a controversial, like a lot of people were hating when um, KD went to, to Golden State. It's like, okay, you know, what do you really want? Is it for the money? Is it for the championship? Is this, you know, is this just about building power teams and it's now it's like a monopoly. There's no, there's no true championship. There's a lot of blowout games, you know, but I think now I feel like, I feel like, I think they're trying to get the whole, like the team unit down. Oh, you know, feeding off of this player, you know, if we have Zion here and, you know, we, he's a big man, but we have the chemistry. Like, I think they're getting it more because you can put a lot of superstars on a team. doesn't mean the chemistry is going to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's proven with a lot of players. And, but there are players who've made moves. Was it, was it Danny Green? Who was it on, um, who went to the Spurs and he, he sacrificed like getting a huge contract increase, but he wanted to play because he knew the Spurs organization. Was it was Aldridge or... I think it was, I feel like, was it? Oh. it yeah, it was back at, oh man, she's right. Like, dang, who was that? I, I remember when uh, somebody just did that for the Warriors. Uh, can't remember, he was a center, but his name yeah. is escaping my mind right now. My cousins or? No, I wasn't DeMarcus, he wasn't giving up no money. Uh, <laughs> I, wish, I, wish, I wish cousins came to the Bulls. 
I knew oh, Dave and I wanted him on the Bulls because he was better than anybody we had, but no yeah. one wanted him. We Bulls like, fans. And that's 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 one of the bad things about Bulls fans is yes. when they love a player, they they don't want to give away any of their toys yeah. to get new toys. Like yeah. and, and it doesn't matter who it is. If they yeah. like them, they're like, no, you can't trade them. We love him. Like he averages two points a game. Like, yeah, but you know, he's tough. He's got that grit, he's got that yeah. heart. Do you do you yeah, think I've always yeah, I'm a fan of like hustle, you know, players with hustle. You know, like back, I loved Rodman when he was who's who's diving for balls like that, you know, like yeah. that true, like let me at no cost kind of thing. Like, yeah. So I, I like the hustle and I feel like I I don't know how about you guys feel. How do you guys feel about the current roster? Oh well, well um bunch of seventh round picks who are average NBA players. That's about, <laughs> that's about, that's about it. A lot of average. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like it's like it's like we're, we're dreaming that a seventh seventh and below picks are like superstars. I'm like, no, they're like seventh round picks. I mean, seven no, seven seven picks in the, the first round. They're like they're decent players. They're great role players on the team, um, but they're not like a team. They're not players you build a team around. They're good role players, you know. Yeah. Um, Zach Levine, like we still, I, I keep harping on this, but we don't have an all-star on that team. We are the NBA team without one all-star. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Now, like, do you really expect to win? You don't have a, anybody on the team can make an all-star game? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You know? No, that's a great point. And everybody's used to losing. That's the other bad part about it. Like, everybody, you losing is their normal. They get it. They know how to do it. They're used to it. They know what it feels like. You know, they know what they're going to eat the next day. You know, they know how that not in their stomach just becomes their normal, like how older people walk around with pain in their knees. Like, you know, it just becomes their new normal that they deal with. And having a new coach in there now who's like trying to, you know, give them medical advice on why their knees shouldn't hurt so bad. And they're like, nah, I can still walk. And like, no, nah, it's still cool. Like, it's a lot of change that has to come. And change is hard. You know what I mean? Change ain't easy. Like, it's not simple, man. And it's going to be a process to it. And I mean, I, and that's why I have hope, Erica. Like, that's why I have some hope in my, in my, in my head and in my soul for this I'm team. A true Chicago fan. Yeah, yeah. man. That, <laughs> it's what it is because, but it's not, it's not like illogical hope, you know, like I see the front office, the new front office and their, you know, uh, what they came from and what they built before. And I've seen what Billy Donovan has done mm -hmm. before. Yeah. So, it's not it's not blind faith like a lot of like a lot of Chicago fans sometimes it's just blind, you know, and that's that's what Dub and I get off uh, of, oh, yeah. of the road is the blind faith. Like we have the faith, but we we actually can see it logically. About I think a lot of Chicago fans were were waiting for that restructure of the, the top down organization mm -hmm. because I felt like no matter who was on the, the roster that those decisions being made by uh, those above them was still an issue so I think with the major changes in in management you know Chicago fans felt a little better more hopeful for the future of the organization but it's still whatever they want to call it rebuilding rebuilding or whatever mm -hmm. terminology they kept changing it up um it's going to be some time before they're like <laughs> contenders I think yeah, and it's funny how like we as fans we go on the show we talk about this roster i'm like in my head i'm like this roster is not gonna be around next year so like, like well we hope this so so player gets better i'm like well it doesn't matter because like next year he's not on the team right <laughs> like yeah. it's gonna be a so. lot of new people because yeah but you're right though you hit it on the head like it's it's not an all-star on here it's nobody you're just like well it's, it's people i want to keep or it's one person i want to keep 
but it's nobody I'm like, well, if we lose him, we'll lose everything. Like, dude, we ain't won anything. Like, like 22 wins, like the past two seasons. Like we haven't won anything. We're not doing anything. We'd be, we'd be excited to just be in the mix of a playoff race. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where the bar is uh, right now for me. Is, is the bar there for you, Erica? Like, do you just want them to be in a playoff race or do you just like yeah. blow it up? It's, it's hard to, to be above 500 with this squad is kind of, you know, it's just like wishful thinking, <laughs> especially, especially because, I mean, you have to be realistic. It's, it's, it's different. The season is different for many reasons. One, you have the conditions, I know that, you know, they were out like four players last game. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like you, if you can't adapt, okay, it was against the Bucks, but if, if you can't adapt and you're always relying just on, you know, the starting five to, to kill it and bring some sort of competition for, for the other team, I, I just feel like if this year is kind of just, I think for them to observe and see who, like Chris said, to who they're gonna keep and where they, what path they wanna go for, for next season. Of course, you always want an entertaining game. You don't want to watch, you know, these high double-digit losses, you know. But I think that um, I think that if they the Bulls get their act together, they can they can be on the right path to at least being playoff contenders. Mm -hmm. They got to get the act together. That's step one. Like yeah. get out of that funk. Because Daniel Gafford said that after the Washington game, when he when they uh, actually held the lead when after the team was trying to come back on them. He said, yeah, but he, last year, like, guys would just throw the towel in when we would get down. Mm -hmm. He's like, that was just the truth. He was like, that's the truth of it. Like, we would just get get behind and, and give up. And I'm like, yeah, that's a that's a taught mentality. You know what I mean? That's a learned mentality mm -hmm. that you have to try to break. But it's something that they've been dealing with for years. Man, Zach Levine has never had a winning season since he's been in the league. Never. He doesn't know mm -hmm. what it is. You know what I mean? He doesn't have no idea. And that's the leader of your team. I know. You know, that's your best player. Fun so. fact, him and I are birthday twins. Oh. <laughs> wow. Now, does he know that? No. Well, he will now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it must, be, it must be frustrating to be, that's the thing too. I think uh, one of my friends asked me a few months ago, would you rather be, it was like four options. Would you rather be like, Oh, you know, uh, an all-star player like a Barkley or whatever, who had like a great individual career, but never had a, a championship. Would you have been um, a non-role player? Like you would have never played a game, but you were on a championship team, say like the Lakers, but you, you never played a game. Or would you be um, like an okay player, but not not on a, on a winning team? You know, like there was all these things and I, him and I were talking, we were like, we were surprised by some of the people's answers. People yeah. are like, it's all about the ring, you know, like as long as I got the ring, that's, that was like the majority of the answers were mine and his answer were like, I mean, you, as long as you give an effort and you were, you know, you're trying, like, I don't think Barkley is doing pretty, you know, he's doing pretty well for himself post-career, you know? Not bad, not bad. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's a lot of players who are all-stars. Um, I, I know you said your number two was Hakeem, but like my, my number two was AI. So like he's uh -huh. who I was a huge fan of, and it just sucks because you know you come so close and yeah, no you yeah. Like that chip. I mean you bring up Bark and Barkley was my favorite player. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean a big dude who's who's balling. Like yeah, yeah. I relate to this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Barkley was the first post ever ball of an NBA player. Ooh, which one was it? Was he uh, dunking over somebody? Ah, uh, he was. What was he doing? 
He was walking. I think he had, you know what? I'm mad at myself. I can't remember the, the picture. You better remember it. You, you remember it was your first poster. <laughs> I bought it at a, a service merchandise. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Old for, school. For all you listeners who don't know, service merchandise is <laughs> right. It was like sitting there and I'm Disclaimer. like, and he was having like an MVP year. I'm like, Bark, and I do. And it, it, it's, you know, a day note. There's a lot to press, impress me. Like, because like, obviously, I didn't even have, not, you know, I love Jordan Dove, but I didn't have a postal Jordan. We had have, we have one in the, in, the, in the garage, but I didn't have a post like for myself, you know. Right, right. But right. that season he had, I'm like, this dude's just like, phenomenal like, oh so wait it, it was like barkley like 93 season or was it with the six it was some yeah I, I i think so so phoenix or the sixers which one? Oh, it was phoenix it was phoenix it was okay. Sixers. It was phoenix yeah okay so it was, yeah it's after like that MVP i think I, I think he just had his hands on the hip i think it was so he just had, he just oh, was he the one yeah he's just standing on the court by himself yeah, i think so yeah i, I know that one yeah. that's a yeah. classic yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah do you have a favorite post there like a favorite basketball poster um, I don't know about favorite, but I, I'm telling you, my room had like all posters. Trust I me, I understand. Had, had, <laughs> has all the posters. We're talking about. Oh yeah, now I don't. Um, <laughs> but I, I had, you know, the classic. I had the last shot. I had. I don't know if you remember, like it was like a dark poster and only had images of Pippen, Rodman, and Jordan. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was like just blown up of their face. A dark one. I had the 72 and 10 with the whole roster on there that was over my computer. Mm-hmm. Um, Space Jam. Yep. Uh, had Space Jam poster. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Man, this sounds like my room. Like, like for real. Like yeah, I know. all this stuff. Like I had cut out some newspapers of Tony Kukoc hitting the shot against the Knicks, and you know I, I had so many things all over my room that was Bulls oriented, but then would still have like you said the Charles Barkley poster. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I had a like a old school Moses Malone post because I thought it was dope of him standing in the sand like he was Moses and parting the sea. Oh, wow, nice. It was so cold. Yo, I had to see you a picture of it, it's so man, cold. Man, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it was, it was a Nike poster, like it, it was It was so cold. Of course, the classic like George Gervin sitting on the ice chair, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Ice. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that, man. But yeah, that was my room. Like it was littered with all those things. Cause you know, you know I love music. Like mm-hmm. music is my love, but sports was first. You know, sports yeah. was the first thing I fell in true love with and music was second. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a big music head too, but my room was definitely a sports. <laughs> yeah, and plus my mom wasn't gonna let me hang up a lot of posters of the people that I that I love. You know what I mean? Take this. You know what I mean? Is that gangstar? What is a gangstar? Gangstar. She wasn't having that. <laughs> hey, have you seen? Have you seen my? Uh, have you seen the Madonna's poster I have of Jordan? The panels. Oh yeah, yeah, in your uh, garage. Garage. Right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, so the bottom one. So the record break it down for you. My father um, had bought these. Um, it's like these square uh, cardboard. It's three three square cardboard cutouts, and they both you know connect together you know vertically. And it's Michael Jordan, and it has a, like you know a, a ruler about six feet tall, sixty six. You know, but what I forgot. So we had that for years. The bottom panel though has been like torn because it's at the bottom, so it's kind of torn. It's still hanging up. My dad put up in the, even in the garage today. What I keep forgetting is that this is two-sided. So for like 35 years, I look at that one side of Michael Jordan is standing there, you know, like this with the ruler, you know, six feet tall. On the other side, it's dope pictures. I think it's him dunking. I forgot. So 30 years, it's two-sided, man. All right, I should get you the other side. <laughs> you gotta look at the other side. Gotta yeah, it's like a- Metaphors of life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping I was six. six. Then we had like a, a Charles Oakley poster, a lifestyle poster with our- <clears throat> Brad Sellers uh, <laughs> in the garage. And my brother and I 
hated Brad Sellers. Oh my god, we hated it. We hated looking at Brad Sellers. We hated that he was next to Charles Oakley. <laughs> you had a Brad Sellers cutout? No, it's a poster. That's a poster. So that was that was wait, the Brad wait. They made Brad Sellers posters. It was him and Charles Oakley, man. Just, just sitting there, you know, like this, you know, like. Why yeah. did y'all? Why did your dad do that? Did he? Did your father mad at y'all one day? What? What happened? He's probably a rookie. This, is, this is a safe place, though. This Dr. is safe. Dr. Dr. Bulls gonna be decent. <laughs> Seriously, maybe he likes Charles Oakley. I don't know. He likes Charles Oakley. I don't Dude, know. Brad, Brad got no love in my house, bro. Like, oh, no, parents, nobody. We had no love for anybody named Brad that was playing sports <laughs> in Chicago at that time. No love for him at all. Now, Erica, I, I got to ask you this question. This is a very important question because it will say a lot about our future. Uh oh. How do you feel about Kirk Heinrich? No oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, he played his role. I, you didn't. You didn't Thank. You're your hater. The wedding's back on. <laughs> We're going, baby. Yes. She's passed the test, Dave. She can now. She's now allowed back on the podcast. Woo! Woo. Oh my soul. <laughs> well, that my era soul. too was, you know, there was hope there, and then. <laughs> and then and then it wasn't yeah and and that's again one of those moments that i'm sure everybody remembers where they were yeah when, when, when d rose went down and I've, I've told this story a million times like i re- i was i was at my house and with my friend out of tone and i didn't even watch that game like i was cleaning my house like because it started like like noon was, which was weird it, yeah it was a day game yeah yeah which was super weird on a saturday on like, saturday yep yeah i was like this is number one c why are they playing at like noon this, it didn't make any sense to me they, they had a few of those too those saturday games as well. yeah and yeah. i i just remember being in my room and him and him saying dude rose is down rose is down and i was just and that's that's uh and it's stuck and we had just like wasn't this like one of our first few podcasts we had ever done dub like when we started podcasting i think so that happened yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah. So what, what, you know, where were you? Yeah. I, uh, I, I feel like the, the Chicago world froze when, when that happened. Yeah. Like, I, it's, it's one of those when you, you hear it, or I feel like with any injury, you just don't want it to be true. Even if it's not your team, like if you see a player down mm. or somebody injured, you just, you're just hoping for the best, you know, hoping that it's not as bad as it looks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you watch, I've watched a lot, obviously I've watched a lot of basketball and there's some injuries where you just, I know people who can't even, like watch the replay of of it because it just it makes you feel like you feel you kind of like feel their pain in a way you know yeah yeah. but I that time was just so hard and obviously when he got re-injured it was just you know it's a it's a tease like it's a back and forth like all right he's back he's gonna be better than ever you know (laughs) and the down and then it's the love hate like oh send Rose away he's you know he's garbage I've I've loved him when he when he left I've Rose to you know he was my favorite Bulls mm-hmm. after like, I just, people like Chicago fans can be super loyal and super loving, but like they can also be very brutal when it comes to, <laughs> to yeah. reality and like messing with the team. Like the, the comments, I was just like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I was kind of getting mad when they, mm-hmm. how they were talking about him. Cause I'm like, you guys are, you guys are only with them when you ride or die when they're high, you're like, but you're not with them when, you know, it's a down times. It's not how it's going to be. You're going to have losing seasons. You're going to have trials and tribulations. But it's. I feel like when people were just so, so easily would throw him aside and stuff. It just it was annoying. Yeah, very I felt annoying. bad for him. I'm a huge Rose fan to this day. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Rose. Yeah, yeah. yeah no I just either. got his book. Actually, I haven't started oh. it, yet, but I want to read it. Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have it too. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it too, man. Sitting right on the bookshelf. Y'all started reading it already. Okay. Yeah. Started reading it already. Yeah, yep. On the bookshelf. That's uh-huh. that's another uh, quote unquote resolution to uh, <laughs> to read more. Yeah. Like I read, but like a lot of them, it's like finishing because it's like, oh, I want to start this book. I want to start this book on right. you know this book on sports, this book on meditation, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I do want to start and finish that book. Yes. Okay. Then you will do it. Yes. I have. I have. We could we could keep each other accountable. There it is. With book Yo. club. Book club. Book club. Coming up. Yo. There it is. Book club. Podcast now. Now you got a book club. <laughs> there it is. Right. New podcast. Come the male Oprah. The, the Mopra. Mopra. Mopra <laughs> in the building, son. <laughs> oh, Mopra. Oh, oh, Mopra. Oh, Mopra. Mopra. Oh, wow. So many things. So many things you can do with this. So many things. It's awesome, man. You want me to show you something that will probably make you? Oh, yes, please. This is like... I, I just love that she has just shown us like at least five things. This is the best, man. Like, And it's all and it's, cool stuff. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's all like right available. Yeah, like, right, right, right. You have to dig yeah, under like a box. Music fan. What was your first like, can you guys remember your first like one of the, I don't know if it was the CD or album that you first... What? When you were a kid? Come on in the wheelhouse, darling. Yes. All right. <laughs> so the first, like, how, how far back you want to go? Like, I remember having a showbiz pizza record. When I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, how far do you want to do it? And, All right. and then I bought like this rap Steady B's like album. It's called I'm Serious. But the first like C, that was my first tape. But the first CD I remember buying was uh, Busta Rhymes When Disaster Strikes. That's and, good. You just yeah. yeah. And the reason, only reason I bought it was because I was I was stubborn at giving up tapes. I didn't want to give up tapes ever. Yeah. But yeah. then I bought that. And but before that, the first first CD I really bought was Groove Theory. And, but I didn't have a CD player, but I love that album. And yeah. I saw it for six dollars. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll get this. I don't know why I'm gonna listen to it on, but I'm gonna get it. It's so crazy how it's changed from like, you know, they had stores like Sam Goody and all yeah. that. Yeah. Like, Spend my whole day there, man. <laughs> yeah, David, you lived over there. That's right there. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Love I it, remember man. the first time I had uh, an iPod and you know, my friends, they were more on it, like getting their iPod filled with music and stuff. And my mind was just blown. I remember when I was like, oh, okay, so we put music on here. Because, you know, that was back in like the LimeWire. Yeah. When it was like transferring the stuff and it was on there, I'm like, wait, that's it? Like, I can listen to this right now? <laughs> it's just so crazy to it me. Was mind blowing, back yeah. in the day, you had to like buy it. Mm-hmm. You had to buy CDs, you had to buy tapes. Yeah. If you wanted to know the lyrics, like I remember being young, having like writing lyrics down. Yeah. Done it. Yeah. Now <laughs> yep. it's like a quick Google search, like you know. They don't know the struggle. This one mm-hmm. lyric, you know, <laughs> it's, it's so different now. They don't know like, the struggle. No, <laughs> they're, str- they're just annoyed with you. They can't get a response in point zero one second. <laughs> right, you know? right. They, like, pre- they don't press play. They don't know about the dial-up <laughs> times or like. Eh. Right, right, right. Yeah. Y'all know about when your tape snapped and you know what I'm saying? I had oh, yeah. surgery on it, you know, with yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that was a weekend project, by the way. Yes. Tape, yeah, you don't know about a weekend project. What you know about putting the tissue in the top of a tape so oh, you yeah. record what was coming up on the radio right there. So oh, yeah. in front of your speaker for hours doing <laughs> that. Hands on hands right on the record and play because you want to stop it right when the DJ start talking. Come on, man. I remember I had like one of my gifts was like a the boombox with the detachable big speakers on the side. Classic. Classics. I thought I was the man when I got that. <laughs> crazy now. 
I had it hanging up, like each speaker hanging up, like trying to get the right sound, you know what I'm saying? Surround sound on those things, man. Yeah, oh. bro. Y'all don't understand that pain. Y'all don't get that. What'd you want to show though? What'd you have? What'd you want yeah. to have? I say one of the, I don't know if you guys listen to albums, but I know. Come on. Like Big Dave would appreciate this. Oh, my favorite album. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, Eric. I just need a second. Give me a second. <laughs> Lord, dear Lord, dear Lord, Lord, I, you know I love you, and I don't, I don't ask for a lot. But this woman right here, Lord, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Father, Jesus. When did you get this? No, I'm a big, like, I'm a huge, like, when it comes to, like, I feel I say that about other stuff, like, I'm a huge sports person, I'm huge music, but I really am a huge music person, I'm a huge yeah. food person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have, like, an area, like, des- dedicated to music. I'm a, I feel like music is, you know, it's a universal language, and it's, uh, music can, it really can change, make or break your mood. It could, that's why, that's another reason why I think the NBA season is affected, too, because mm-hmm. you feed off of energy, and the mm-hmm. fact that you don't have that the, that crowd, that even that home court feeling, you know, I feel like it, it skews and changes the game a bit, you know? Why do you think it's called like home court advantage? Because you feed off of that energy. Now you're just playing on a, on a court. There's right. no advantage, right. really. You want to talk about like being at home. Okay, you know that you're in your hometown, but before it's because you fed off the, the noise level, the energy, the crowd. So it, it changes. It changes things dramatically, I think. No, absolutely true. Because I don't think the Miami Heat uh, make it to the finals. Um, if they're playing the Milwaukee Bucks at home, you know, See, yeah. with that home crowd and, you know, that pressure, mm-hmm. you know, them yelling at you, like you said, that energy that you feel, yeah. like it matters, that stuff matters. And that also uh, is how great players are made because mm-hmm. when you do things under that kind of pressure, yes. wow, you're that kind of, that's what makes Mike the GOAT because you're watching him under that pressure constantly. And yep. you know, everybody hate him. They tried to poison the <laughs> You know what I mean? That's hatred. And he still came out and had the game yeah. of his life. Like overcoming yeah. those things and, and that kind of energy and that kind of just just people on top of you, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. that's, part of see- the pro- that's a part of the professional training, like not directly. They don't train you to be able to zone out like outside noise, like say you're making, you know, it's up to the, the free throw that you're about to make that could win the game. Right. Like mm-hmm. like the players come down, they have to be able to to zone, like get in their zone. You know, there's play. You hear the crowd. People like there have been fans who've gotten thrown out for things that they've said. You know, like derogatory things or just like too much or whatever. But the the players are able to drown out that noise and just do what they need to do and focus. But I guess in a way they don't have to deal with that. But at the same time, they're losing that 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 energy and that feeling that they can get off. Even like the music. I was wondering how they were gonna make it work because now, you know, when you watch games, you kind of hear like some like fake crowd action yeah it's, it's yeah. just so weird to me so yeah yeah, it, yeah it, it definitely does matter because that's actually part of your plan to winning a championship and being a good team is yeah. that you rely actually on home court your fans that's something yeah. you rely on mm-hmm. and that's something that's literally not there so it's not made up this it's a real thing it is yeah, yeah. It definitely is mm. i don't know i some i know some um teams are allowing like the okay so definitely not the what the first level but some teams are allowing you know up in the stands uh you know friends and family you know they're up in the stands and they could watch there or they're allowing 10 percent, you know capacity like there's some teams that are making some exceptions it's like not not zero fans but a little bit but 
I, I just don't know when the outlook, it's hard to, to say when it's going to be quote unquote back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a heck of a process and I, and I miss it, you know, just, I mean, you know, we don't do bulls outsizing because of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that changed it and things like that. But just even being around that kind of energy, like on game day, like, yeah. you know, that butterflies in your stomach because you're excited, you know, you're about mm -hmm. to watch your team play. And it might be somebody on the other team that you love to play. You're just excited and yeah. even having the opportunity to walk up and buy a ticket just because you want to go watch the game yeah. or something like that. Like all yeah. that stuff matters. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff really matters and stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, even your ball player, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you used to having people in the crowd, but like it's kind of it's still kind of cool to have like you know a Hall of Famer in the crowd watching you play. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You know, or celebrities that you like that come to see you play, you know, live. That you know, that's that means something to a player, yeah. but it's not you don't have that now. Yeah, yeah. What, it means something when they can walk over after the game and shake, shake that up. Right. Yeah. yeah. When we go the crystal on the sideline or whatever. And, that mm -hmm. stuff made it means something. That means something and that, and that makes something and that helps uh like not just them, but just as far as content, you know. It helps all of that, you know. Hey, look at these two guys, you know, who's right. like meeting this guy. We saw that. That was cool. Hey, let's talk to him. Let's find out. Like yeah. mm -hmm. it all connects, you know what I mean? And so that connection's not there right now. And you kind of lose something. Does does that take away, Erica? Does that take away like the championship the Lakers won for last year for you? Does that put a little no, take away I a little mean, something? I feel like 2020 was a year of the asterisk, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, Lakers won, asterisk, COVID <laughs> and all this stuff. I don't know. I mean, I you got to give credit where credit's due. Mm -hmm. That team was stacked and they probably were, they were favorites to win it. And of course we had our boy, Chicago boy, AD on there. So uh, we had to support him. He's on. a beast. That guy, <laughs> he is to be that, you know, be that long and be able to have handles like that and yeah. shoot beyond the three, like it's nothing like, oh, little, hmm. Yeah, normal step backs. Yeah. Step <laughs> like, backs. yeah, that's the thing. Back then too, like you didn't have big men shooting threes like that. Right, that correct. The game has changed and evolved where they can do that. I think I don't know when that would have started. I remember like Dirk Nowitzki. He was a big big man shooting threes like it was nothing. True, but I think it's a little misnomer because like we they're definitely more, but we we also get like Derek Coleman was in the league. Sam Perkins was shooting threes. Mm -hmm. Um, even uh, even um, uh, uh, Robinson on Portland was shooting threes. Black Deep Cliff was Robinson. Up. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, best of peace. Uh, but but was, the guys that you're naming, they they were weren't the norm. You know what I'm saying? Like Cliff. Yeah, Robinson yeah. It's, I agree. I, I I just don't want to forget that because like we. And I know you, I know you know Erica, but it just always hits me like oh, no one shot threes. Like wait a minute, Darren Cole was getting killed because oh, he was bringing yeah. the ball down. The for sure did. It's just like I think. Yeah. If we had to compare stats now that yeah the the big men their three point percentage now versus yeah. then or, or, just, or just the attempts yes the, the attempts, attempts yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. being a little bit shot like one a game was a big deal yeah <laughs> right you know what, like, what is he doing oh my right. god he got a three point shot now right. what is he doing like, be right he take three threes what <laughs> yeah was Isaiah you, hurt like leave him open he can't shoot oh man went in oh, god. right yeah. <laughs> Still not a good shot. You know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> Still not. Who who did who did you hate, Eric? What team was there? A team that you just uh, could not stand coming up? Only because I felt like I felt it from like my, my mom too. She was like a very anti Knicks fan. Oh, so, why aren't we hanging out more? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that my mom yeah. hated the Knicks. She hated uh, 
you know, I respect players, you know, they're, they're talented and everything, but I know she, she, she hated uh, Ewing a lot. Oh, cause he sweat all the time. Why she hate you? I think, you know, cause you know, he's a big dude. Like he dominated, he was killing us for, you know, a lot of, a lot of that, you know, you hate your opponent, but you got to respect the game, but you hate them because they're holding you back, you know, like mm. they're, they're, but the Knicks overall, I think is who I remember. I just remember being like so mad. I was, I am even now it's not as uh, intense right now, but I remember being a kid. I, I was that like girl that be yelling at the TV screen kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. call him. Like, <laughs> the Knicks try to literally kill Michael Jordan. Like you see, see the highlights of him trying to clothesline him and he still make the shot, of course. But yeah. like, you know, like, the blood coming out. Right. Yeah. In the head and mm-hmm. yeah. It's what I made know. him great. But I didn't hate the Knicks because the Knicks couldn't beat us. So it was hard for me to. <laughs> but I know my mother, she wasn't even allowed. She she almost she put my sister, almost put my sister out the house because she walked in here with a John Starks jersey. Oh. And she was like, coming. no, she was like, what is that? No, you will not wear that in this house. And she, really? she was like, you ain't wearing that here. I don't know where you want to wear it, but you're not. And my mother's the sweetest human. But <laughs> oh my God, she was not having it about those yeah. Knicks. She wasn't having yeah. it. You couldn't yeah, do it. Starks was one of those players too. He would antagonize you. He would try to get in your head, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He tried. He tried. <laughs> he tried. He tried. He failed many times. Many, many times he failed. And it was a joy to watch him fail all the time. <laughs> that, that was so awesome, man. Do you have do you have a favorite run uh, of the Bulls championships? Like just seeing I it. I think they were each different. I mean, you know, in the later ones, you I remember them more, obviously, because I was like older, but uh, I think they were all different. I just loved like their dramatic fashion of a lot of them, <laughs> how they mm-hmm. went down, you know, mm-hmm. how they expected, like you didn't expect Paxson to make that shot or, you know, even kind of like a repeat with Kerr making that yeah. shot. Like yeah. it was, it was dramatic. And that, like you were saying earlier, how there's, it's like an indescribable feeling like hype, like it's just, just something that gets you excited in a way that sports can only do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think with the Bulls, I don't know, it was just so it was so fun to watch them, so entertaining because, you know, they made stuff look easy, but they was, it was also entertaining because, you know, the interactions with the teams and everything. But I, I was just like, overall, I, I loved Phil Jackson as a coach and, you know, watching Jordan do his thing. We were so fortunate to be able to watch Dude. it. I always say that, yeah. like, we were so lucky to be able to, to live in that, in that era and be able to witness that live, you know? And I knew that too, watched it myself. I, I knew it. That's why I watched them pretty much like every game they played ever. Cause yeah. I knew like, like this is, this is not something that's come around again. Yeah. And I, I like the color that sports had to go back to you. I know Dave asked her like, what's the, what's the run? Mm-hmm. My favorite finals was the Portland finals because I never had the biggest sports had in the world. When I watched Jordan take over the game, he hit six threes. Yeah. That moment, my, it was, I don't know, for me, that was like the most incredible moment I've ever seen on TV in basketball. Wow. It, yeah. it, it came to Portland. It hit those three. It took, it hit away 30 in the first quarter. Uh, it was like, he could have scored like 80 points in the first half if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. He literally did anything he wanted to do on the court. It was like he met the moment all the time and he exceeded the moment. And I was like, yeah. the sports hat. I was like, this is incredible. This The crowd was laughing and giddy. The sportscasters were giddy and laughing. Like, this is happening. This is real life. And yes, this is real life. This is happening. Enjoy it because it won't happen again. And I think that's another reason I, I love sports and music so much because all the great players in that moment right there, there's a rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. There's a rhythm to it. And that was, Mike was in just a rhythm and you could hear it. You could put a beat to it. Just yes. how it felt, you know, just his, just how he went up, just how he shot it. 
how his feet landed, how he turned his head when he ran back. You know what I'm saying? There's a rhythm to all of that stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. like, it connects. All of that connects, man. Like, I, I can get philosophical on this if I want. But, I, but yes, <laughs> I could go there. But you yes. Should've, you should have helped uh, pick the music for the last dance. It would have been. Dude. Oh, you know, I'm losing my mind off of that. Era. I'm losing <laughs> my mind listening to that. Man, I when I. Go ahead. go ahead. No, I was just saying in general, like the last dance kind of like that was the one thing that was giving people something to look forward to during the quarantine time yeah. and everything. That was yeah. something I, I felt was bringing people together because, you know, obviously it was rough for for everybody. And that was like one thing people were, everybody was excited and looking forward to was each episode. I know I was I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's watch this right now, you know? Yeah, I think I was texting you a couple of times. I'm like, you ready? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I do. And when I heard I ain't no joke, like stuff like that, when that happened, and just the rhythm to that. I, I was, I got out my seat I, for real. I was like, I was at a concert. Like yeah. I jumped out my seat and, I, and they timed it perfectly with what Mike was doing. And then I went and did a podcast and I were like Jason Golf and uh, Casey Johnson. And that's all I wanted to talk about was just that moment. Were they like, like uh, moving along? <laughs> they did. I was like, y'all know why y'all brought me here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly why I'm here. So I can provide this perspective. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like y'all, y'all need to hear this perspective on oh, it. Oh, they were very mindful, and I liked how they put everything together. And I, I liked the series overall. I think they did. Yeah, a good job. yeah, yeah. Because there are a lot of ways you could do it, and the way they did, I think, was good. It wasn't like a bad watch. You know? No, no, yeah. not at all. It's it's something that's very rewatchable. Like mm -hmm. you get something from it. Uh, just watching the game, you get something from it philosophically. Uh, you just learn how players went about how Mike tells you how he became great. You know, he tells you the process and the sacrifices and the things that he had to do for him. And like he said, it's it's what worked for me. Yeah. He's like, I ain't telling everybody else what their process is, but this process worked for me. And this is why yeah. I am what I am. So yeah. Yeah, I, I ain't Shaq. I, I ain't Shaq. Right, right, right. But you know what? what? One nitpick I did have, I did mention this to you, Dave, earlier was that I thought they did a poor job of of least showing the teammates he had mm -hmm. each run. Like you show the Utah series and you don't show Bison Daly, Brian Williams. Yeah, I like, you don't say that. I'll, I'll, I'll watch that too. Well, yeah, but but still, they still didn't have like no. Normally, you, you know, you do a setup shot, right? This is the team they had. Oh, okay. So, so I forgot he was on that team. Forgot Edwards was on that team. Well, you know, Paris was on this. Okay, do that. But like, they, I think they felt at that, like showing the roster at certain points. Because I think that means a lot. People want to people know the team and know yeah, yeah. and to, to like. This only focus on maybe like three of them. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought it really did a service to the to the team because those players meant a lot. Like Cliff Levinson or whatever. Like that. show 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 the roster. Give them a little bit to show who they who's on the team. I think it's <laughs> kind of hard though too because with between six championships, you know the roster changed from you know Look, one. It's like it's like you do it. Do a quick edit, cut, show the show a poster of the team. Do do with some beat and that's it. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but also the, I, I think ESPN is like, well, this isn't getting made if we're not putting a lot of mic on this right here. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. like this is who people are, have their jerseys on right now. Yeah. Michael Jordan. This is who they want to see. People like us, you know, who grew up here and know the team and right. freak out because I get to talk to Will Purdue. Like people like us, like, yeah, <laughs> we want to see more of that stuff. But right. man, the, the people like Michael Jordan brought people to basketball who didn't even watch basketball. So when they're watching the last dance, they don't care about Cliff Levinson, Bill Winnington, Steve Kerr, Judd Bushler. They're like, show me the flu game. 
know what I mean? Show me that. Yeah. Show me when my. Why am I wearing these Elevens? You know. <laughs> yes. Yes. And to your point, Erica, um, we talked about earlier was that the reason why, and I, I don't, I think kids these days or people or people in Chicago these days they understand this, but they they don't know like the reason why Chicago is popular. You go to Taiwan, Japan, uh, Thailand, and Greenland, and say Chicago, they only know Chicago because of the Bulls. Oh yeah, and they're rocking because they have the jersey because they got it free and they're wearing it, you know, every day to go to school, you know, because you know that that's why Chicago's on the map. That's why yeah. people don't they don't know Chicago because I mean it's a great city. You remember, don't get me wrong, but the reason why it's it, it's a it's a it's a it's a name you could drop yeah. anywhere in the, in the world is because of the Bulls. Yeah, behind like Ali, like Jordan was a name that no matter what part of the world you were oh. in, you said mm-hmm. it. They they knew. From young to old, if you said Jordan, oh, they knew. Yeah. I don't know. Did they include that part in the last dance where um, Jordan went to France? Yeah. They yes. did. That, that was did. in there. That was in I, there. I remember reading, or even during the Times, uh, he rocked a beret. Was yeah. That yeah. They oh, talked about there? that. Okay, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like his, the influence is just insane of how you know if you're such a prominent figure in whatever field you're in, just one thing, and it's like. Oh, I gotta get, I gotta get that, you yeah. know. Yeah, and they, and it's also, a I had I would never wear, but Jordan. Jordan, <laughs> but dude, the, the, he, he did everything: the earring, the hoop earring, going ball, the socks, the shorts. Like he defied the whole. To this day, he influenced yeah. all of that. Yeah, how, how people were walking on the court, right. sticking yeah. your tongue out when you went right. to. It didn't help. Right, you the, the way you. They told the them they're a, a retainer, like a, a, to. They thought that would help him. Because he would do that so often, yeah. his tongue would like yeah. come out of his mouth. But that was like short-lived and never wore it again. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. that ended up becoming his trademark. And then the person who suggested it was fired immediately. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you get away right. from him. Yes, man, dude. Yeah, and when he was over in France, I mean, they were showing the newspapers of how they said it was only comparable to the Pope. And you know his his appearance and, and what mm-hmm. was going on through the city. They referred to him as God, like. Like, like, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that kind of popularity and love that I still have never seen. Like, I've yeah. never seen anything like that. And you're, and you're absolutely right. Like, it's Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. and it's him. Like, their card is good anywhere they go in the world. Not the country, the right. world. The world, yeah. It doesn't matter, man. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, would you rather have, remember that part where I think it was Stockton walking around? And like people didn't even know he was part of the Olympic yeah. team. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he could have had it good though, because then he could have his privacy with his family yeah. and, yeah. and still play for a killer. Yeah, he was like, I'm just showing like, like, like I'm a, uh, you know, visiting. But, yeah. but if, it was, if it was Isaiah Thomas, they probably didn't notice him, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, it, it's whatever works for you and whatever you're comfortable with, because some people are comfortable with that. Yeah. Like, I like I like my anonymity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just being able yeah. to walk around and, Get get you know go to a cafe and you know nobody really bothered me, and then Mike can't even walk down the street without seeing an eighty foot tall billboard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, exactly. And all of that, right. it's so crazy. Like you can see the good and bad in both. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure some tickets John Stockton couldn't get out of <laughs> because he's just they're like yeah whatever great here sir stop speeding. You know what I mean? You play the NBA. Stockton, sure. Here's your ticket. Right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Skippy. <laughs> Here you go. Dream team. Yeah, sure you are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're dreaming right now. <laughs> if you think you're going to get out of this ticket. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 60 bucks. Right. <laughs> that is the fact, man. But yeah, it just works that way for somebody. So so before I get you out of here, 
So about these Bulls this year, are is there hope in, in your heart for, for the future of this team? Okay, I'm glad you said for the future. I thought you were talking about this season. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's always hope if you're from Chicago and a fan. I think, you know, this. honestly, this these are the baby steps. Like I said earlier, with the top-down management changing, I just think they have to be more mindful of the, the decisions that they can make. You know, even when it comes down to the draft or, you know, when, like, the trades and stuff, the Bulls fans are always in anticipation. Okay, who, who are we going to get, you know? And then it's kind of just kind of, you know, like a little anticlimactic, you know, like you have the opportunity to, in not just this season, like in the past, you have Bulls had the chance to like make some big moves and they kind of just like a little flat line and they, they don't make those big moves that I feel like a lot of fans want. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you got to start somewhere. You know, we got, you know, Donovan and his new coach and we do need that all-star, like Dub said. We need, we need that all-star on the team, then work around that and try to figure out how to get out of these humps. I think a lot of, something that the Bulls are notorious for too. And that's why you, you would have to finish a game because if it was another team and the Bulls were up 20 with seven minutes left, with other teams, you'd be like, all right, this is a wrap. I can flip the channel. Right. But the Bulls, you have to wait till that final buzzer goes because they could blow that lead. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think when, when they get, you know, once the chemistry is there, they get the right team to build around the right players and everything. Mm -hmm. I think we start making more um, consistent playoff runs. You know, we, there's hope there. I'll I, I, I just go back to Dave. I know we'll close out. When they didn't, when they didn't try to get rid of, get rid of, we use that term, Noah or Luar Dang. Oh, Noah. I love Noah too. Love Noah. I, if you did, when they didn't trade them dudes, I knew then we were doing for like 20 years. 20? You had to trade them dudes. Yeah. You had to. Now, I know that we had a argument with Dave. I know. Yeah, I, know. I told you they want. Listen, Lou, all I was with you. But you, I was but you, had, you can't trade, trade Joe Kim Noah. You could have had gotten so much crap from Noah, dude. We'd have been cool for another 15 years. Not making, and not just them two, but just in the past in general, Rarica, you're right. Just not making moves and being tied to that roster. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just talking, not even love, but he was the heart of the team. Like, this is your best player. Like, this is, it was Joe Kim Noah. Like, yeah. hey, you, know, you know, you would have got so much for that. Wouldn't, oh, come dude, on. Man. Dude, no, because, dude, they were offering Kobe up for Lou Aldang. That's different. I know. You know exactly, exactly. I agree. I agree. You weren't getting LeBron mentions with no, Joe Kim Noah. You would have got okay. picks and stuff. You got picks. You would have got, you got asses. Oh, badly. great. Look what we did with our picks now, Dub. Like, come on. We can't. Hey, you're not gonna argue me that trade that you wouldn't have got value back for Noah. Noah's worth it. I'm saying, I'm, say, I'm simply saying, <laughs> but no, you're offering me Kobe for Lou. No, you're right. Every you're, day. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Like, like I mentioned before, the other offer team, for Joe Kim Noah. You did the other players, the other players they didn't want to get, get rid of. And, but yeah, but that's the they have ruined our fandom for years because they didn't make moves. They were yeah. scared yeah. and tied to our roster. Yeah. I just feel like sometimes they don't know they think they know what direction they're going, but then they go totally left field. And then, you know, they say they're going to build, they're going to start a young team. And then that was a time they picked up Wade, remember? Yes. <laughs> and they're like, okay, young team. Let's just, let's pick up, but Chicago, it, you know. Wade. That's something they had, they had no one else to, no one else to get. So <laughs> then don't say something like I agree. Right. I agree. Don't say that. And then like, because we're going to Chicago fans will hold you to what you say. So yeah. if you're saying you're going to be rebuilding, restructuring, whatever, then then let your actions speak on what you're saying. You know, back it up. You know, so there it is. We'll and see. Yes. And all, all those people are gone. It's over now. <laughs> it's brand new era. More Wait, so love. you think? Are, what do you think they're going to be like? 
when do you think they're gonna make a, a, a contender okay in the playoffs? okay so okay so so, so so david has been has been uh, of course uh, uh kind of like uh, related all this to food so right now we had them you had the front office being a chef right and they're cooking the food so so we have you know we have you know appetizers you have you know you have getting the food you know going to the store you know looking at the food you're gonna, you're gonna cook you have mm -hmm. you have you know getting the ingredients you have you know making appetizers making you know the you know the main entree the dessert all that kind of stuff so right now they're in phase they're still making the meal so to speak i think yeah. they're still making the meal but it smells great is what i'm it saying it smells like, great they're still cooking it amazing. they're still they're thinking they're thinking about you know going to store changing up the menu a little bit and buying mm -hmm. some new ingredients throwing some yeah. you know paprika and whatnot in there yeah. <laughs> but yeah so this is like a four-year kind of thing right mm -hmm. four year four yeah. yeah so it's it's now it's funny nba you can make a splash you know if a free agent forever will ever come to the Bulls. Uh, who that free agent is in the next two, three years, I don't know. But this roster is not going to be the way it is. It's going to take like four years. I don't think you could do it in a year. Yeah, so. I don't think you do it in a year. I, I mean, I know the East is bad. And I think that they could... At, at My goal for this year was them to at least be uh, involved in the play-in game because the East is bad. Even the Bulls record now, they're still like 10 seed. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like Because the East is bad. Yeah, but the East is usually yeah, bad. usually bad, right? And so I'm basing it off of that, which isn't you know I'm not that doesn't mean that they're good. It's, I'm just saying since the East is so bad, they they would have an opportunity. They have chance, yes, right. they have a chance to do that. For them to be contenders, though, like again, the the analogy of of being the chef and in there cooking, let them stir it up. He's got a chef hat on. You know what I'm saying? He's got his ingredients. Everything smells amazing. So when he brings out that octopus, you know what I'm saying, with the duck sauce. Like, just go ahead and trust it <laughs> and trust that it's going to be amazing. Get you that fine, fine bottle of wine. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just going to be amazing. Just, just trust that it's going to be amazing, dog. Now, now, he, now, got, he got my faith. He has my faith. Now, he, now the, I think the house special is the, is the free agent they're bringing in, Trey. So he may <laughs> at some point, yeah. you know, that's the key. all this talk we're doing is fine. Yeah. You need a star. Mm -hmm. I, I don't care. Listen, I'm tired of this going to play all this first round. Get a freaking star somehow. We want to cousins as a star, like him or not, goon with or knucklehead, whatever. Cousins will drop you 20 and 10. That's why and I said it. I wish we had him, right? Right, they don't, but no one wanted him. No one wanted him. Carmelo's a star. You need a star in the way, a star. Wade, they went to the playoffs with Wade being the best player, like in Rondo. They're stars. You may, not, you may not like them all you want to, I don't care. They're stars and they got you to the playoffs, yeah. But they're old stars. We need stars, stars. This is a star, you not getting anywhere unless you have a star, yeah. So Get more than one. football. More, <laughs> more than football, it's a star league. Like you have stars, you 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 win. Yeah. That's that's really how that goes. It's it's weird when you have stars and you don't win. You think like, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah. This yeah. is really weird. That's why everybody's looking at the Wizards right now. Like, wait a minute, you got Beal and Westbrook. Beal and Westbrook, right? How are you? How are you yeah. not? Yeah, going? something's wrong. Like Scott yeah. Brooks, you're fired. Like, like you're like oh. somebody's got to go. You know, I feel about Scott Brooks. He's yeah, yeah, dude. We, we ain't, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no love, man. Dude, all right. That's going to do it, man. That was awesome. Thank y'all for checking out our show. You can listen to it at our website, BowSports.com, B-A-W-L Sports.com. Follow us on Twitter at BallSports and at BallSports number one. And we are also on Instagram at BallSports. And we are also on YouTube. Yo. 
That's right. Uh, you can also hit the website up, ballsports.com, B-A-W-L-sports.com. And yeah, Dave said we're on YouTube. Check the uh, YouTube page out. Um, like. I'm going to say it, Dave. <clears throat> like and subscribe. So oh, my God. I don't like so that. Proud. I'm so proud of you. So proud. <sighs> so proud dog. Take a shower. You'll be fine. <laughs> be okay. Very proud of you. Man, Erica, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for thank coming you on. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. This was so much fun. Is um, you want people to know where they can follow you on social media? Mm. I can leave it alone. <laughs> you can. Okay, uh, let them know. I, uh, please follow her at Erica underscore Pohas on Twitter. Follow her there. Is there anywhere else they can they can find you at? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm following you, Erica. Maybe I don't know. It's almost. I'm definitely gonna be a. Be a yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a, I'm a pretty private person, actually. Dave, you should know. I, I do know. But, I do. But you, you put me in front and like get a good conversation going about something I'm interested in, like music, food, sports. I'm there, you know. Like, like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. yes. yes, man. So we would definitely do this again, man. This was so much fun. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for hanging out with us, man. We'll talk to y'all soon. Go Bulls. Be blessed. Be wonderful. We out. Peace. Bow. <laughs> Bowling. Yeah.